Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know why the fuck you would do something like that. Anyways, where we left <laughs> off last time was you being pissed off about me talking about women and trust. No, 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 I don't. I was not pissed off about women and trust. You're pretty agitated, and I think really ultimately, like that's what I'm going to start doing is is rather than letting you get pissed about current affairs, like I'm going to start pissing you off with things that I say. Go ahead. I think that's really better for content. Yeah, to help you see the light of the error of your ways. I mean, if there's an error in my ways and you can say something about it, yeah, sure, why I'll not? I'll speak on it if I feel like there's an error. Not not to say you need to change it. I'm just where I don't agree with. If I'll speak, you know. So I so I advocate. What about what are other things that I've only said to one person? Like uh, calling fucking rare. Calling someone uh, the girl of my dreams. I've only said that to one person. You know, I'm a kind of um. I don't know, man. I'm a I'm a easily detachable guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? Which is not to say that things can't mean the absolute most to me, but I just think I think in my life I've learned. I think I can fully say I can invest myself fully while being able to be resilient with the unpredictable and uncontrollable. You know what I mean? Like, because as much as I want to have a happy life and all this other shit and spend that time with someone, that special person, you know, that I want to be with for the rest of my life and that being the girl of my dreams and shit like that, like, I don't really have a control over what would change within that said individual. You know, you never know what kind of life events they might be going through. You, you, Again, we were talking about uncontrollable, unpredictable, and that yeah, is right. literally what someone else does right so all i'm saying is i just think within trust i think people weigh too much into the whole concept of what trust is and what it can do to someone you know and it's what? all subjective to what the person is right yeah. because trust with different people looks like different things and it yeah, brings different things out of them because someone's trust someone someone who needs someone who someone's very someone's ideal of trust could be like okay I need you to fucking prove it to me. You know, you, you told me, but now, like, how are you going to prove to me that this is what you're saying? And see, even beyond that, with, with what I'm trying to say is what, what trust looks like in different people is, like, what they bring out of themselves, how comfortable they are when they talk to you, how comfortable they are. You don't give a shit about this topic, really. So anyways, what I'm trying to I say is, it. like, what I really trust is, like, overall, like, the one thing I really don't know what to do with is respect from other men. Like, honestly, like it's uh, not something that I like really fucking work towards or think about a whole lot. Well, I mean, that's some, that's a, that's a very important thing to talk about, which is the, the lack thereof men have for other men. You know what I'm saying? No, I'm not talking about that. I'm well, talking, what are you about, talking about that. I'm talking about when, when men lump me in with themselves and different aspects ah. oh hey you know like guys like us that are emotionally aware i'm like oh geez dude like you're lumping me in with you that's i'm honored great oh or, he's talking about hey, like that you know, you know <laughs> men like us that men like us that put a little bit more work in the end or do we people. do you not represent do you not do you not advocate that are you not are you not that no, i'm not saying that but i'm saying one it's not something that i fucking do myself and try to show respect that way. 
to somebody. First off, I don't do that. It's always done to me. I always get fucking lumped in those conversations and the way it's brought up and all of that. Are you talking about like all men are the same kind of no, shit? No, I'm talking about people in my life that do that, have conversations with me. Okay. Talk about their own lives. And it's like, you know, guys like us that are emotionally aware. Okay, so hey. you're talking about just guys automatically roping you in with themselves in general. No. God, you're fucking useless today. <laughs> Dude, you're just not making a connection, bro. No, you're, you're no, so no. you're so sold on the respect aspect. Of the, I'm not understanding the the aspect you're trying to get at. You, there's no fucking aspect, man. Well, then what is this whole deal with this respect? No, you don't fucking care. I am. I'm trying to get um, to the bottom of it. What else do we have here? No, no, no. I don't want to move on from this. Why? I want to. I want to because I want to get to the bottom of this misunderstanding. What in in what sense are you talking about? So being roped in with the with the friend, with everyone with the, with the males in your life, you know, with guys like us. So what is it in a sense that would you want? I don't want anything. That's what I'm saying. It's like I really don't know what to do with that respect. I don't work towards it. You watch me and what I do here in my oh, in you're my saying- work life and my personal life and you sh- and you say this to show that you respect me and what I do, but it's not something that I fucking think about or work towards, really. It's just a byproduct of who I am and what I do. Okay. So you're trying to make sense of that? No, I'm just saying, of all the things of trust, whatever fucking attraction, what any person out there in passing, the one thing that always catches me off guard and I really don't know what to do with is when fucking dudes do that and show respect to me. Oh, okay. I thought in a sense you were like, see, I, I thought you were taking it as, I, I don't get, I don't see why these motherfuckers wrote me in with them. I thought you were looking at it as a sign of disrespect. Nah. See, that's where I was getting the misunderstanding. I'm from. saying that you're taken back by the fact that someone sees you in a light, in a sense where you don't really see yourself because you're just being you. Yeah. Okay. That's just, it's called people show appreciation. Word, they're, they're obviously words of affirmation people with love languages. You know what I mean? Mm. They're not doing it other than the fact that that's just who they are. You're trying to make sense of who they are all while you're just trying to say, I am who I am. Yeah. You know, that's where all that is. So they're not, they're not trying. And if they are, you know, they, I think a person would actually personally, individually show you gratification. But I mean, I obviously, in my opinion, if a man's going to associate with any other guy, they would like to think that they are somewhat similar to the same guy they're associating with. The whole birds of a feather flock together shit. And that's I mean? why I say it's a sign of respect to me. Okay. I mean, I, I guess in a sense, I would, I guess, yeah. Well, uh, okay. <laughs> that makes sense. All right. See, anyway, there you go. Um, there. Speaking of, what? About, let's talk about guys that project whenever you talk about certain things. That's common. It's like too even common. like even it's like too common. Even in the last couple of episodes, I've even talked about how I've caught myself projecting. Right, but I'm saying it's just like you. I I get, I get how it's something we don't know and we don't. We're not going to understand unless we start letting everyone else know. Wait, too. Hold on, hold on. You know what I would compare it to? What's up? If if you could if you can be aware of it of when you do project, I would compare it to the amount that you say like and um. Yeah. How about that? 
That's because whenever you okay, so for those of you guys that haven't caught on to that yet, when I get to that point where I'm repetitively saying like and um, it's because I'm regressing back into that childlike mentality of trying to realize, like really, really trying to think about what I say before I say it, because a lot of times when I would just try to speak freely as a child, it would kind of go really south, you know, not to say, look, in order for you to say you had a bad parent, you've got a, you're, you're kind of still stuck in the past. The mother that I had at the time was just very unemotional, you know, emotionally unavailable, was drowning a lot of her problems away with alcohol. Responsibilities were, were kind of never really taught. For fuck's sakes, this, this woman had a kid at fucking 17, you know? How much could she really know about responsibility other than learning at the time? Where are we going, Robin? What, uh, I, what I really want to ask you is, is do where you think... Where did I go? I turned down a dirt road for that shit. Do you think children with a similar upbringing will turn out very differently on the variable of how much they are asked, how they feel, or how they are? Do you think if they have a similar upbringing, right... Circumstances, parents together, so on and so forth. Do you think they will turn out differently just based on how often they're uh, asked how they feel and how they are? Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, if no one's asking you how you feel as a kid and you're getting that shit through fucking kid TV shows and stuff like that, you're not really building a, a connection with your parents, then yeah, whenever you're in that teenager stage and you feel like you can't talk to your parents, that's when the shit kind of starts to go south. You know, you're losing the sense of who you are, what it is that you love, what it is that you like. And you can't even talk to your fucking parents because you feel like they don't really give a shit about you. They've never asked how your fucking day was. Never asked. That's like me, dude. Every time I see my kids, I pick them up, you know, get them from daycare. Hey, how was your day? What was your favorite part? You know, all this other shit. Because I want them to know, you know, that I'm intentive. And, you know, it gets to the point now where they they just tell me how, how their day is, you know. Or we did this and this in school kind of shit. I'll still ask them just so they know. Because, of course, um, it's kind of like any situation you're in. People feel like when, when things are kind of steady and, and stabilized, the work and amount of effort is kind of mitigated, you know? Mm. That's one thing I realize in everything. Like, people, like, a lot of shit, dude. You ever wonder? Okay, a lot of, and this is not speaking for me personally, but I, I know that this can happen. This can happen on a sexual-based relationship, okay. which is a lot of guys and th- women, this is more for you if you're listening, because unfortunately, this is, this is kind of something that is a big, big problem. A lot of guys are physically depraved nowadays in 2024, and a lot of that is kind of like you look at the, the tunnel vision and effort where their, their responses are going to the end result of what they want. Basically, what I'm trying to say is, unfortunately, sometimes you got to kind of get the fuck out of a guy to really see what kind of person, what kind of guy he he is. You know what I mean? Because if he's working, it's like, it's like fucking uh, Limb Biscuits song, you know? Did it all for the nookie. All right. So at the end of the day, when he's dedicated enough to get something that he's going to know for sure he has, and after a while, you give it a fuck, dude. If, you, if, you're, if you're constantly allowing this dude to lay the pipe down every fucking day i give it a solid month a month before you start seeing where his real like intentions are dude you know what i mean 
because most guys are just really fucking just pent up sexually. Once that sexual frustration and pent, pent up shit goes away and they're, they're so quote unquote trying to actually be with a woman, that, that whole romanticism shit, that relationship, emotional availability, the awareness, it starts to go away. It's, it's fucking a real thing. I know because I used to be that kind of guy. It's a real shitty thing. You get the no. I I watched you print this portrait. I was wondering where you were going when you were starting, and now I see the whole thing. Um, yeah, I don't know. I never think about shit like that. You've I've never, never been in a situation where you've like had sex with somebody. You really wanted to be with someone. You've had sex with them. And after you've had so much encounters sexually with them, you're kind of realizing beyond the sexual want and desire of the body or them. You know, once you start trying to get deeper. Or once you, you know, anything past the sexual fun, dude, uh, it's what? like, fuck, like, now, now the sex stops being fun because the interest, the intricacy of the person and the intriguingness of that person is kind of dwindling away. Yeah. Um, two, two things that haunt me. Well, there's really one phrase that haunts me, right? And then the other thing I just kind of keep in my mind, the one phrase that haunts me that I heard almost five years ago was you can have fun with anyone that phrase haunts me um i don't really understand in my history of because i can't lie robin it's not as if that i've never in my life pursued someone just because i'm attracted to them right yeah i can't say that i've never done that i can't but i also really cannot say that I want to jump into this and be in a relationship just to fucking get in your cheeks either. You know what I mean? Like, I've never been that dude, really. Unfortunately, dude, that's the only guy I've been. (laughs) If I have no sexual desire for you, I am not going to pay. I'm not going to give you any kind of effort. Okay. Which is fucking such a contradiction with me because I find everybody somewhat in their own mind beautiful. But it's... I understand. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's like the, the thing that I... I somewhat try to advocate for a lot of men in the primitive shit that they walk around with. Yeah. But yeah, but then it, like I said, that, that whole, you can have fun with anyone haunts me because I have pursued someone just for being attractive and then being able to relate to this person, have fun with them somehow and actually not have a shitty time. And that's really like ultimately what it comes to is like, I'm really at a point now where I can't let ugliness in my life. Right. Yeah. If if it, it the relationship in any aspect, even you and I, there has to be some kind of happiness, some kind of I wouldn't even say reward, but like positivity. Yeah. Um, but I don't know, man. I I in relationships, I think about sometimes in my past having like a a Frankenstein complex almost. Like I can get certain things out of somebody but you know see that's the hard thing about understanding about the concept of there is no such thing as the perfect person and that is a hard thing that i had to come to realize you're never going to find everything within one person now you can definitely grow and mold into what each other definitely like let's be honest years with somebody will you will adapt Okay, and, even even with that being said, even if you have same interests, so on and so forth, and, and really get to be in sync with each other and what you enjoy doing and passing the time that doesn't translate into 
being a person that the other one really enjoys or that other person being well, yeah. someone that's a two-way street bro yeah but you're not gonna know that unless you unless you express these feelings of your conscious awareness no. for this person but like my my last relationship like that, that was, thing was a shit okay fire, but that was like the selling point for them we're so alike we like all the same shit but it's like you're you're, you're was that your selling point though that was her that was her selling was you, point. what was your selling point your selling point was i forgot let me let me see if i can remember because i honestly think it was really some some fruitless shit which was it was some fucking kind of like rechecking the past hindsight thing huh it was like trying to it was like trying to rewrite the hindsight you had with the said relationship i didn't have a hindsight though the hindsight was you saw what had ended or what you know let's 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 recap what your how your last relationship ended or why you got back or let's let's talk about how it started and how it ended i think a lot of people have kind of forgot of about no no me for specifically i always pay attention to how relationships start no i'm talking about people i'm talking about the listeners man some of the guys who have just hopped on because we oh. got we have new listeners now okay. so i mean let's let's fill some of the new guys in when we started this you were with somebody that you had history with back in the day yeah. and for some reason you decided to rekindle or reignite this for what reasons again and i you know i've and i know i've asked you off record i don't know if i ever did for the podcast though yeah um valuable lessons all right um specifically coming back let's highlight the thing i want to highlight is is closure right because closure is ultimately just another fucking opportunity for someone to consume you right you may feel like it's a good idea you may feel that you owe them owe that person that or you owe yourself that it is literally just a fucking window of opportunity for that person to eat your fucking soul um but that's what it was. I uh, I had blocked this person after the previous time we were together. I unblocked them at one point because I felt maybe I would be ready to talk to them. And so they come out of the woodworks to talk about how they've thought about me. They want to talk about what happens the previous time. And what's amazing is we never talked about what happened the previous time. This person just shoved how well they're doing, how far they've come down my throat to then ultimately be the same person they've always been. But what enticed you enough to say, okay, I want to, I'm willing to give this chance. How I felt in the moment. Which was what? You, you felt in, inspired by her words? No, I didn't feel inspired by anything. Well, then how did I you I was feel? really awestruck that she lived by herself. She actually went somewhere in her career and I couldn't believe the way I felt when I was with her. I told you I'm a very primitive dude. It's all about how I feel. Honestly, the first time that I hugged her and we were seeing each other, I felt like my heart wanted to consume her. Like my heart wanted to pull her inside of me. Jesus Christ. And so I just wanted to live into that. <clears throat> well, I'm glad that um I'm glad you 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 dipped your toes into the water and you got a, about uh I want to say the fuck is it femur the longest bone in your body nah whatever the fucking uh whatever the whatever the fuck this is right here man i can't tell you i'm not a fucking nurse or whatever the fuck it's your shin there you go up to your shin is that your shin this is a shin right yeah yeah so you basically got about shin deep 
before you got a little before you got too deep and you realized you were in a lot more of a fucking solidified situation and shit no it only it only got real when i realized the person was doing the same things i've always done when did you start realizing that around the time she got evicted from her apartment <laughs> when did that when did that happen about a month into us seeing each other what the fuck i did not know that yep where the fuck was she at then she was living in a fucking garage apartment and she no, had, I mean, like, where, where was she at the entire time we were fucking making this podcast and shit? And we were recording, we were talking. Oh, she was, she got evicted from her apartment and she had to move into her dad's apartment. And she hated being at her dad's apartment and she just basically wanted to fucking live in mine. And she would stay there like a week at a time. So you don't think that maybe she might have contacted you? Like, seeing it in hindsight now, you think that maybe she knew she was going to get evicted from her place? So, like, there is this sense of trying to just reconnect with the things that she okay. thought she had. What I know about this person is, you're right, okay? What, what I'm, but what I'm going to tell you is that this person, whenever it comes to moving, she has to be in a relationship so she can have a man help her move. Huh. That's this, this I know. I've okay. seen it multiple times. Did this, like, kind of click with you in the beginning of, like, oh, she's kind of, like, or is it kind of just the fascination of everything kind of didn't really help you see everything for what it was? You know what I mean? I, I'm just a skeptic. I'm a, look, man, I don't know why. My kids do the same shit. I ask questions until I feel like I, like, you know, mm-hmm. if, I, if I don't ask any fucking questions, that just goes to show I don't, I'm not skeptical of anything. Mm-hmm. If I ask questions, it's just because I want reassurance. And I just, I'm, I'm curious about the said thing that I'm asking about. Okay. Not in the sense that I'm trying to be nosy. It's just I'm, I'm genuinely curious. Yeah. You know? Um. No, I, I I knew that I knew that before. I knew that even when we were younger. I knew that the previous time we dated that she's like that. Um and granted, yeah, even walking into us seeing each other this time, we're like pretty immediate after her dating someone. Like I knew, right? But I was being loved bombed. And I was really like, you know, you're my person, you know, lock me down and planning things of hey let's go see my friends out in san marcus and denton and let's go fucking travel together see, I've, ne- I've 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 always been i've always been the, that person in the relationship i don't i'm like dude like i'm just fucking yeah yeah but that's the whole thing is like our relationship was like three months you know what i'm saying like you've never been that guy that's been like that's given that's just been like a fucking hopeless romantic to a chick you're not the hopeless romantic type huh They've all fucking sucked it out of me. Every one of them. Even the one I'm speaking of. That sucks. I mean, yeah, that one for sure, dude. I mean, she fucked you up. I had to kind of grab you out of that shit hole you were in. I was like, hold on, dude. <laughs> I was like, that's not, that's not, that doesn't sound right. And you know, and you're, you're probably one of the first few male friends that's actually listened uh, to something I've had to say without taking it an offense of like, you know, it's just the hardest part was to find my opportunity with the fucking manipulator, man. I mean, at the end of the day, you didn't realize what it was until you. No, I did, and I felt it. And I just didn't know the opportunity, the time, the circumstance. Well, I told. I mean, you kind of, and we understand. <clears throat> look, if I'm not being too nosy by putting it out there. We already, we already understood that. Like you said in the beginning, and one you said it in one of these podcasts before. Guys have a bad time with them with painting themselves as portrayed as the bad guy, you know. 
So like at the end of the day, you just really didn't want to be the one that was being ending the shit because it's like you're being portrayed as the one that didn't last. You didn't want to make it work. You know, you didn't care. You're inconsiderate. Manipulation. The manipulation of the other person, which is not to say everyone's going to be like that. But if you're honestly just there and expressing how you feel to your significant other and they're going to turn it around and use that use that as an example of themselves, then you really need to start questioning why they can't just listen to how you're feeling about a certain situation without turning it into something that's about them. Because if they didn't mean to say it like that, then all it takes is saying, you know what, I'm sorry. I just want you to know that it, I didn't mean it in that sense. And from now on, I can know that either it's the tone or it's the delivery. And I will watch it from now on. If it's that important enough for you to talk to me about, then I will take it into consideration because you mean that much to me. That's one thing that I think a lot of adults need to start understanding about talking about feelings. You know, we, we listened to, we watched it a lot in Blue's Clues, fucking shit like that, Nick Jr., Disney and all that. Mm -hmm. But down the road, our parents kind of beat it into us that we had to be this stone wall motherfucker because, you know, everyone's going to be trying to take down your fucking building, you know? And it's like, I guess at the, in a sense, everybody forgot that you can talk about how you feel and, and not, not have to worry about the rest of what's going to happen afterwards because people are going to call you names or whatever. It's, it's hard. Dude. I get it. You know, being a guy talking about how you feel has never been easy. It will continue to not be easy. And until, until men make it a, a safe area to start talking, shit's going to be harder. Like, when's the last time you talked to... Ooh, fuck, I don't want to do that. Turn that off. Anyways. When's the last time what? When's the last time you talked to one of your male friends about, like, some really deep shit? When's the last time one of your male friends talked to you about some, some shit? You know, like, when they felt, you know... Often. Often? Yes. I know it's not common for you. But really, like, no. ultimate, hold on. This is what I want to tell you. I love you, and I appreciate all that you put into me, right? Yeah, but let, let's talk two things, right? And the, to to pull one more thing out of that last relationship, she didn't she didn't know what gaslighting was, and she used it often to just write off men, right? So can can we talk about one? Can we talk about what do people really fucking know what the definition of gaslighting is? Because you throw that fucking word around like you went to therapy and you were fucking you know God and it spoke to you kind of shit, okay? First with that. Second with men, right? Yeah. One thing men really need to fucking stop doing, man, because it's <laughs> it's been a few yeah, couple of times recently since I've been fucking single where fucking men come through and tell me, hey, man, you know what? Just got to wait out their relationship, bro. Y'all really need to fucking stop that shit, man. <laughs> yeah, those guys, honestly, I, I don't know. Those are, I'm going to tell you this right now. Those are son husbands. You know what a son husband is? <laughs> Those are son husbands right there, dude. That's a son husband fucking bona fide statement right there, dude. That was me. Explain it to the explain it to the audience, dude. So a son husband is a guy who's been raised by his mother, single parent, and with a toxic mentality of being this fucking man that you'll never be able to live up to because no matter what you do, you're never the man in your mom's mind. 
but your mother never expressed to you what kind of man or showed you what kind of man that is to be. So every step you made, it was just ridicule and fucking criticism and all that shit. And in in your mom in your mom's mind, you need to last out whatever shit a girl's gonna put you through, because that's what your mother wanted for herself. And you're being indoctrinated into thinking that that's what you got to do as a man. Well, you just gotta last out that relationship, dude. You just gotta fucking do, tough it out. We have a we have a we're we're talking about different things. Are you really? Yeah, I'm talking about men telling me that I need to wait out a relationship a woman is in so then I can date them. That is fucked, bro. That that's the that's the misunderstanding we're that having is, here. Okay, okay. So you just gotta wait it out. That that okay. Those guys, and that's what I'm saying. That's okay. That's what I was talking about when I when we were having our our respect misunderstanding. Uh-huh. Is the lack of respect that men have for other men. Which is like I said, dude, what you just said is exactly what that fucking situation I talked to you about. Mm-hmm. Where that one chick lost her fucking fucking husband after 15 years of fucking marriage. Yeah. All because why this guy that just came into the pic look, dude. Here's my thing. Ladies, I honestly, I don't give a fuck if, you, if the person in particular under, puts this together. You that lost your husband, you should have, at the fucking age you're at, you should have known fucking better. And I'm going to say this shit right now, dude. It's pretty fucking selfish that only until, like my ex-wife, it wasn't only until you lost everything that you want to see it as unfair on your, on the, on your ex your exercise that he no longer wants to work on the relationship. But when you're fully aware that you did not want to go to counseling, whenever you're fucking, when you're fucking married, when you are, when your married spouse asked you to go, I, I think you did not understand that that was his last ditch effort to save his fucking marriage. And you not wanting to take that offer that was him accepting that was him accepting the fact that he's going to lose you and now you're mad and you want to see it as he's throwing it away he doesn't work on the marriage he doesn't want to save the marriage because now he doesn't want to go to counseling with me but you're asked it took you to fucking lose everything it took you to it took that and might i add when this is how does this revolve back to men not having respect for other men is when there's somebody who's fresh in the picture that's fucking less than two, less than three years of a friendship, and now this person is the bet is your bet. He's the, out of everyone you've known your entire life. This person that came in less than three years ago is now all of a sudden your best friend. Absolutely, you spend more time with this person than you do your fucking husband. That's one red flag that I think a married woman should have already seen right there. Second of all. You met in a curric- extracurriculum activity. It should have st- that friendship should have stayed in that ec- extracurricular activity. How much effort now? And when you break this down, I hope you are breaking this. I hope you're listening to this, and I hope you're fucking breaking this down with me. Now, at that turning point, whose whose decision was it to start moving the fucking activities outside of where it is you guys met at? So instead of it staying. Instead of that friendship staying in the extracurricular activity, now you're doing other shit outside of that. You see what I'm saying? And now my question is, 
who was it that initiated that? Was it you that asked this other man to go fucking hang out with you outside of the fucking festivity that you stuck to? Or was it him who asked you? You know what I'm saying? Because that, that entails the fucking lack of respect that this guy had for his fucking married man and a married woman. And this fucking sack of shit, regardless of whatever the fuck his religion is, because let's be honest, the safety net behind all this is the fucking religion aspect. You know what I mean? But it's like, now, you fucking go and look at it. Is wh- who, Whose decision was that? And now, all of a sudden, the, the time being made outside of the extracurricular activity has now established a best friend situation. And now, and the thing that pissed me off was whenever I asked about where is, where is the, you know, the married spouse in, in the situation, I've asked, but they, they're busy with work or whatever, right? Granted, every time we try to talk, it, it, it's, it, it goes away, right? So when I ask these questions, it's like you, the response that I got, which kind of made me a little upset was you just could he couldn't, he couldn't manage his personal and professional life, you know? But at the same time, if I don't recall, that person did not need to work. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So like, are you really looking at the picture for what it is? When you're saying this guy is not, he's choosing to make sure that there's a fucking income coming in rather than just going to fucking spend the money. And also, maybe he's wanting like I said, this is this is me speaking personally now in an as, in a fucking aspect. This is what I would expect my wife to do. Maybe I would expect my wife to say, "You know what, dude? I'm kind of spending a little bit more time with you than I'm, than my fucking husband. So, I'm going to try to go spend some time with my fucking husband." You know? Or or the fact that, "Hey, dude, I only want to hang out with you whenever we're doing how I met you, how we met you." You know? That's like, to me, it's like, how much are you going to hold yourself responsible for letting this get to the point? And, you know, the thing about it is they've said, oh, it has nothing to do with why there was problems, right? I, I'm, I'm going to leave that part alone. But me personally, though, it's just crazy. I think it'd be crazy to watch somebody who just came into the fucking picture. You know, I'm seeing nothing but this motherfucker all the time now. You know what I mean? I'm just saying, like, I, and I, and I, I'm not doing it to bash anybody. I just, it, I want people to understand that sometimes fucking men will do maniacal shit for fucked up reasons. You know, who's to say at the end of the day? And and I, honestly, I put money on it. I said, I, I, I said, I bet if he, if any, if if any of this connects, it's it was because he's planted those things. One hundred percent, dude. One hundred percent. Keen point. Let me ask you this, dude. Is it not a is it not weird when said person met met they have so they have a sibling, right? Mm-hmm. They met their sibling at the same time. Granted, that that fucking piece of shit, dude. He'll let the married person hug him, right? Their sibling won't. Oh, don't touch me. I said I told that person, you don't think that's a fucking red flag right there? Like, why do you think, why, I would question, why are you letting me hug you only, but you wouldn't let my fucking, my sibling? Yeah. Like, where is, what, what, what is that in a tent? That's all, man. And I honestly think that this, 
Like deep down inside, I, I think that this person does not want me to be right because then it, it shows how shitty of a person. Right, hold, hold on. That not even in that aspect, but a, a person that doesn't want to self-reflect. Yeah, man, I guess so. Somebody, I don't think even they would want to admit to themselves about the way the line of thought you had with asking them to spend more time and then embracing that or choosing that more than your fucking marriage. Like, I don't think that would be something that they would want to reflect on and accept. Well, I mean, and, and okay, so my thing also is, let me ask you, dude. When you're telling me you're not ready to heal, and I'm, and I again, somebody that doesn't want to reflect and accept what they did. But when I, and then I guess I, I guess I triggered something because I was like, so you're basically just wallowing at this point. And they got upset, like, no, I'm not wallowing. I'm, and and it's an, in my opinion, if you already know where you're at, you see the situation you're in, and you're not moving forward after you've already had ample like amount of time. And you're just being distracted now with the people that are around you and you've never really been by yourself. You know, I mean, I've, we've talked about that. Being by yourself is very important, knowing who you are as an individual. And you don't even know who you are if you're spending time with everyone else that's helping you be distracted from the real problems within. Mm -hmm. You know, that's all. I don't want to keep I don't want to I don't want to invest any more time on that bullshit, because let's be honest, dude. Uh, in the, in this world, every guy's every everybody's everybody's competing with everyone else. You know what I mean? Like in my opinion, I think it's stupid when a group of guys go out and a guy fucking hooks up with a chick and like they become a, a fucking couple, right? You are destined to have one of your friends try to fuck her behind your back. Promise you, promise you, dude. All I know, Robin, is I'm. Not have you ever had a friend fuck somebody? Have you ever had a friend fuck your chick, bro? What my favorite, my best friend has introduced me to women. To, to then pursue them himself. That's my favorite right there. Would you think that he just uses you as a tactic? It's like sends them to you so that Let, like, it the, just... The one specific thing I can remember... Okay, no, no, not remember because I remember a few circumstances, but the, my favorite one that I can tell you is him being in a relationship yeah. with someone that he worked with. Hey, you know what? Come have lunch with us. There's this girl that I work with. You should meet her. She's single. And we go, we meet at a Chick-fil-A, and he's with old girl that he works with in a relationship. And there's this girl, single, that also works with him. He's like, yeah, you know, she's, she's a sweet girl, man. You know, if I wasn't in a relationship, you know, like, while he's fucking sitting there with a girl he's in a relationship with. <laughs> to then break up with old girl and start pursuing the girl that he introduced me to. How many times does that happen? I would say twice. At least twice that 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 whole thing has uh, unraveled with him. That's um, crazy. I don't compete with anyone though, Robin. I uh, I'm not trying to be like anyone, and I I do not compare myself or compete with anyone. I don't need to compete with anybody, bro. Neither do I. I'm such a fucking anomaly. It's just it's just there. It's like that colorful rainbow fish. Can we but talk I, about gaslighting now? Gaslighting. Um. So like in a sense of gaslighting. Uh. What is the definition of gaslighting, Robin? So gaslighting is more of like certain phrases you say in responses to certain things. So like a gaslight would be like if you told me what I just said, like, I, okay, let's, let's say I say, um, you know, your hair, your hair is looking a little fucked up, right? Mm -hmm. And um, so you're saying I'm ugly, right? And it's like, um, 
you know what? Yeah, this hold, is a hold completely on, wrong on, example. Gas, gaslighting is the good old parent technique, right? Gaslighting is you communicate how you feel about something, and it's like, oh, it's not that bad. If it was me, you know, like. Yeah, like a gaslight is like, I didn't, that's not what I meant. Or like, you, that's how you're taking it. Instead of me saying, well, I didn't mean it like that. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. That's what a gaslight is. Like, you know, you're taking it that way. And it's like, I didn't, you know, all, it's, it, it's just a, it's a hard thing, man. Like when you blatantly know you're doing something and you're saying you didn't, you know, also known as a hypocrite. So just shit like that, man. People really need to know the fucking definition, Robin, because they just fucking put it on. They just label that shit on anything that occurs, dude. And gaslighting is just you, you literally making someone feel fucking crazy purposely. Like, did you leave the light on? Or, and I say no, even though I knew for a fact I left the light on. That's fucking gaslighting. Or like, or like saying some shit like, oh, hey, you left the fucking light on. And it's like, no, I didn't. But it's like, yeah, you did. Like, you're gaslighting me. I, I fucking know. I fucking know I turned it off. And for you to tell me I didn't, you know, it's, it's, it's in a different senses of forms. I don't know, dude. Honestly, I just think people need to, need to grow and stop using the term gaslighting. And just start being a fucking say for what it is, dude. You're being fucking con- contradiction. You're being contradiction. People need another definition. I I want to throw like it's the urban diction. The I, urban I, definition. I need, uh, Do we need the urban dictionary. I, out here? I need I need to pull the Rick and Morty. You need to fucking think for yourself and just not use a word that you hear and use it for everything because y'all are really uneducated and just fucking use that for anything, dude. So gaslighting is a form of psychological manipulation that involves tricking or controlling someone into questioning their reality. So like literally, like I said, did you, you know, did you turn the light off? Even though you know for a fact that they did. Kind of also, shit. also like it's not that bad. Like that that term. Yeah, turning it down. That's like that's like telling a that's like telling an angry person to calm down. <laughs> that's the fucking worst thing you can do, dude. Like I I I I I'm a dick sometimes, and I'll know like if I know someone's pissed off, and I know telling them to calm down is the last thing they want to hear. I'm gonna say it. What about relationships in which girls want that assertive dominance to be told to calm down? Uh, that that's all the responsibility of the individual to oh, yeah? make sure they talk. Communicate, with said person, dude. Because you know what? There's some people out there that like brats. There's some people that don't. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Some people that like fucking submissive people. Some people like that fucking dominant shit. Mm-hmm. It's all about the strokes for the folks kind of shit. If you don't, and if you don't know about that, let's be honest, the social pressures of society definitely don't make it easier for us to want to explore our sexual curiosities. You know what I mean? Like, what, like, what happened to Fifty Shades of Grey, dude? What 50 about Shades that? Of, like, 50 wasn't, wasn't that this generation's sexual revolution? Uh, no, because Fifty Shades of Grey was more of just a reason for people to basically not be honest with their fucking people that they're having a relationship with and go and find the people behind closed doors to fucking actually explore them with. And that's the shitty thing about that. So what did more in that aspect? What what did more to, to fucking... That book, that book and that movie just gave people an excuse to fucking cheat on the spouses they were with <laughs> because they couldn't be completely honest with their spouses and say this is what they want to try. Because of the fear of their spouses saying, why, why the fuck, what's wrong with you? Or the biggest, the biggest fear that most people have is, who have you been talking to? <laughs> Dead ass serious, dude. You think I'm fucking joking? I'm not fucking saying that with 100% uh, 
Wait, wait, hold on. One hundred percent, dude. Okay. For what I want to say is, what what did more for the sexual revolution, Twilight series or Fifty Shades of Grey? And this, I, I think, this sub question. That's fucking. Uh, that's the. Why would you? Why would the, you set me up with that the, fucking question? The sub question, right? Did my dick went down every single time I even heard of that movie, bro? <laughs> Both of those fucking movies. All right. All right. The sub question is: Are you telling me that Fifty Shades of Grey, honestly? What it contributed to society was was uh, the fear of of of, uh, of of men thinking that their dick is not enough in their relationship. Is that really what Fifty Shades of Grey did? Well, uh, I never even wa- I never watched or read Fifty Shades of Grey. Neither did I. So I don't know what it's about, other than the fact that it's about a bunch of kinky shit. All I know is that if you just took the time to talk about this kinky shit in the beginning of a relationship, which most of us don't because we're fucking eighteen and everybody's still fucking shy about sex at that age. And they're fucking embarrassed of saying that they may want to have their fucking buttholes licked as a guy and shit. There's a lot of fucking stuff, dude. And then and then you're fucking before you know it, you're fucking six years deep in a relationship, and now you're fucking you're you're you can't even talk about some shit because now someone's like, well, you know what I'm saying? Like that's that's where we're at. Fifty Shades of Grey, those books, Twilight. Honestly, don't even see any kind of. I did not see any any sexual orientation when it came to fucking Twilight. Like. I didn't. I I did not rope that in with a movie that would make people horny. Honestly, still does, dude. I don't understand it. Still does, dude. And I think that Fifty Shades of Grey, like I said, dude, is is just one of those things that most women don't feel like they can talk to their husbands about. Yeah, because that's what I'm saying. It's because then it's like you're gonna fucking say this to this man, and then he's gonna be like, "What? No, see, my thing but just see, not that's enough. The, why that's, do you need all these extra things?" But that's why. That's why I say it's important to fucking talk about all this in the beginning. Because maybe then you can start seeing the fucking red flags of the dude you're talking to and maybe some traumas he needs to fucking work on. Because obviously he has fucking libido traumas if he doesn't understand that there's there are some things that he simply cannot be. Insecure men. Insecure, insecure both insecure men and insecure women. Because it's, it takes insecure women to not talk about their sexual curiosities. And it takes an insecure man to not... Um, uh-huh. What's the word I'm looking for? It takes an insecure it takes an insecure man to not um, envelop or welcome. What's the word I'm fucking looking up? Embrace. Accept, embrace. Thank you. To embrace those said curiosities and say I'm willing to work on the things that I feel comfortable working on with you, mm. and the other things that I simply don't, I will let you figure that out. You know, mm. I don't. I don't think that it should be something that we break away uh, on a on a relationship. We we have a lot of strong feelings for it. You know, I think a lot of people miss out on a lot of good potential relationships because of the fact that they are looking at these things as deal breakers because it's what a lot of older society youth looks at it as, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like those, that one thing and this character quality, you're going to sacrifice and the, the ratio of everything else that was good for this person with this person that you are with this person, could you, you're going to pass up for the potential of somebody not having that again. Because of the fact that there's one thing that may have been in the sexual category that just was not clicking for you. Mm. When you either you either get to a point where you have the discussion of saying, I am I like this in the relationship, in the sexual aspect, and it's something that you're not into, and I understand that. And you know, right now, you know, depending on how each individual person is, if that's something you can go without, you're really thinking it's it's just, you know, that was more of a fucking luxury than it is a necessity of you in pleasure then by all means, work through that as a fucking relationship and as a couple 
and keep up the, the communication about how you're feeling about your said desires that you know you, you are into. And if they're not being met, you have to keep an open line of communication and tell your partner, hey, I just, I don't want you to feel upset that you're not enough. But obviously, if we know that this is not something that's being met by me, is it a problem? And if it is a problem, how do we go about addressing it? But most people would be like, if I can't give that to you, then I don't want to be with you because then you're, you know, all this other shit. But is that really worth you breaking the foundation that you see yourself having with said person? I think a lot of us in the older generations don't do that anymore. And that's why we're kind of in a fucked up situations that we're in. We're either in floppy on and off situationships, quote unquote, you know, where we're just fucking around with people to people trying to figure out who's going to be the best candidate as the years go down the road. And these younger cats are like having it in this shit where just there's no sense in even being in a marriage or having kids because everyone ends up alone at the end anyways. Look at us, dude. We're not we, we don't set a crime. We don't set a good example. 30 year old motherfuckers are divorced. We don't have fucking families. We're fucking broken up. Like it's not a good thing for fucking 20 year olds to see and want to. And honestly, I'm glad that they're not. Wait, wait till you actually got some success before you start deciding to have a fucking kid actually learn from the mistakes that we made at your fucking age I'm not saying i don't love my daughters but for fuck's sakes dude you think i really want to be you think i wanted to have been going through this shit or do you think i might have wanted to have had myself together to be able to figure out that the chick i'm gonna have kids with is gonna be a little bit more of a fucking struggle than i expected it to be no dude we know nobody asked for it so maybe you should learn because now now I have to think, and this is more, we're ending, we're ending on a more serious note for the, because we've, we've had a little bit more God fun. God damn it, dude. All I'm saying, dude, is look at it for the fucking reality of it. And I had talked to my kid's mom about this the other day. Mm-hmm. It's like, what is your aspect of a happy family? Because obviously we're, we are, we are never going to be that, that husband and wife aspect mentality. And I told her, I was like, you know what? I think about that. I think about the day that comes when you're going to be with that guy that wants to be with you to help you be that best person you can be and who's going to accept the fact that I am still in the picture for my children and that they are going to want to also want the best for my children, even though they're not his. But that person has to know, right? That person has to know what that looks like. Know themselves enough to know what they want out of somebody. Right. And that's ultimately like, let's say that is what you should do. Right. You should wait until you understand yourself what that looks like for you yeah, I know. happiness in a fucking relationship. And that's what you work on, yes. But like I said, some people end, never do. But what I'm saying is I think about that down the road because when my kids get older, like I don't want to wait. Like, let's be honest, dude. I, I do see myself going somewhere with my girlfriend. And whether that means marriage or anything else, I don't fucking promise because I don't, I cannot promise anything in the future. I don't fucking have control of the future. I could fucking get shot tomorrow, you know, that you never fucking know. But the whole fact of knowing that, you know, we, I, I still have to, like I said, you got to talk about these things. And I talk, I had to talk to my kid's mom about it. You know, I would, there will be time where let's say there's family events. You know, are these kids going to grow up knowing that you do deserve to have somebody that wants to help be with you and all that sort of shit? It's a, it's a big thing that you Full look circle, at. Full circle, bitch, where we started the fucking uncontrollables and the unpredictables, exactly. dude. You have exactly. no control over that I shit. Don't. All you can fucking do at this is point my, in your life is, is control the best how you treat your exactly. fucking daughters, dude. Exactly. And also how I treat others around me. You know, not just 
more importantly, yeah, I, I'm always got to be aware of how I treat my daughters. But that's I the only thing say, I have control of. That's how you react to the circumstances. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, I'm just saying a lot of it is you've got to be aware of what your situation is to, to continue going on uphill with the battles that you're going to constantly face. Even in life, dude, like people expect struggles to go away. Struggles are going to struggles are a constant. And I think when people understand that it's whenever it's taking on life is a little bit easier. But when you don't expect there to be struggles after certain events, it makes life a lot harder to live. That makes sense. That's why I always expect shit to come my way. That's why it's not necessarily impossible. It's just frustrating. Because sometimes the amount of shit that comes your way is just a little too much sometimes. You guys y'all, you guys know you've been there. Shit, shit tends to overload a little bit. But um, yeah, man, a lot of men don't respect other men. And um, <laughs> I like, okay, hold on. Let's talk about insecure men. I'm like, come on. I got to ask one more question. man. Ask me. Ask me, dude. At, from, from, from a man who, who used to be very insecure, dude, I can, I can blow a lot of these men out of the water right now, honestly. Right. But we're, we're two different kind of dudes. I guess. Anyways, do, but where do you think the, where do you think generally average is like is the tipping point of of uh, men that are then able to admit that they take shits and masturbate? Because like that's definitely not something that is like early twenties. What do you think the tipping point of that is? Uh, like the tipping point of when men are openly talking about that or admit that they do. I mean, I, I think it's just the fact that it is known that men do it, so they don't talk about it. You know, like it's it's a known fact that men masturbate, so it's not. Oh, like, but it's like, hey man, so like, what do you do? Were you in there taking a shit? No man, was it in there? He, you know what I mean? Like that kind of circumstance. Oh, like the whole like, oh no, I didn't go take a shit. Yeah. Um. Uh, honestly, I don't know. I I actually go in there trying to. Trying, I try to blow everyone out. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You and I are different. I go in there trying to figure out if I can get some responses. <laughs> Fuck. All that shit, dude. But I don't know. I think, I think it's just because we are projected through our parents, dude. I think a lot of kids just become fucking traumatized by the way their parents brought them up, dude. CPT, you know that there's this thing called PCC, PTSD or some shit? I fucking, PTSD. Dude, like, no, dude, like, it is, le- like, it is legit. It's a legit thing, dude. CP, PTSD or something like that, dude. Like, I shit you not, dude. And it's like, I, it, the best example that I have is fucking like, dude, this guy's nonstop. He can't even breathe. He's fucking crying right now. <laughs> this guy's fucking crying. He can't stop. Anyways, so this is basically like CB, CBBDSD, some shit like that, dude. And basically, like the best example is like a bear from the circus that was rescued. And the bear basically just walks around in a fucking circle. Okay. And it's, it's just a lot of it is being redundant. Like we are, we are set in such of the traumatic environments we have been a part of that it's hard to break out of them. You're out. You're free physically. But mentally, you're still there. It's like these Vietnam veterans and shit, dude. Not to say like I'm comparing. I mean, but let's be honest, dude. When you're a child and that's all you know is traumatic shit, how much different are you than a fucking war veteran, you know? Like in a sense, you've been in nothing but hostile environments your entire fucking childhood. And only until you get to a point where you're an adolescent adult where you realize you kind of got to fend for yourself. Uh, 
But in that and like growing up, you're talking about when you're growing up, right? So when when you grow up and you're in that traumatic shit, it's it's really like you you don't know. Like you, you said, you she didn't know. Like you said about your ex, she uh-huh. wasn't aware. Right. But like in growing up and you're in traumatic shit, you don't under comp- you like don't comprehend the scale of it. But you ultimately choose what those traumatic shits if it's a positive or a negative. Growing up with an alcoholic parent. That that's could be true. a positive or a negative, right? Yeah, yeah, that's true. Very true. Uh, that was a negative. How the fuck? No, first of all, how the fuck? I'm sorry. No, let me go back. It could, it could be is- a positive or a negative in, in that light of that person. and Growing from the event? No. How saying, the fuck is having saying, an alcoholic parent? Saying that you want to grow up and be like that or choosing not to do that. A positive and negative kind of shit of this circumstance and what you make of it. You have to do something with it, and ultimately, whatever age you are, you do something with it, but you really don't comprehend how it'll shape you as a person. I think most of us don't want. I think most of us see our shitty parents. And, you know, I think most of us know as kids that our parents are shitty or not, to a sense. I mean, once, once you start getting comparisons of parents, you know, because let's be honest, you don't know whether you have shitty parents or not until you start seeing other examples of parents. You see what I'm saying? Not really. You don't. Okay, so like until you start getting out there and you start seeing, which of course it's all kind of like depicted because it's one-sided. It's a house of cards shit. No one's going to really show you how they are behind the closed doors of their family. But when you go and look at examples of other fucking parental figures, you start having a basic comparison by the kind of parents you guys have. But it's hard because now you see it as your parents are fighting. These parents don't fight. Or maybe your parents drunk. This parent's not drunk. You know what I'm saying? It's just the different out- outcomes. I get what you're saying. But you're saying like the posi- the positiveness of... The canon events in your life and what you do with the them. The canon events. You yeah. know we're talking Spider-Man? Yeah. Into the Spider-Verse? Yeah. Or across the Spider-Verse? I haven't seen Across the Spider-Verse either. How the fuck have you not seen that? It's such a good movie. <laughs> I live under a rock. We're going to have to give up on that. We're going to have to pick up on, on the Spider-Man. Or, you know, just pick up on living under a rock in general. That's me, dude. 100%. Is that by choice? Yeah. Why is that? Um, do you feel like you don't have the necessary influence to, to make a difference? Or do you feel like... Uh, dude, current event... I mean, hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, current pop culture, right? Things that are going on. I can still connect with people about anything and everything when I'm really not involved in that shit. My dad taught me, like, being well-read... You can connect with anyone, right? And I'm 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 there to a certain degree because dad like is across yeah. everything, sports, all this shit. I'm not like that, but I can still connect with people about anything really. Right. But I don't know. There's a term, right? There's a term for that. If if you actively avoid or choose not to of something that's really popular, it has to be some kind of fucking term. Pessimistic? No. Nah. Cause even I had a conversation with a. Uh, with with this girl about what was like our our fucking like real big introduction to anime and she said in Russia and i was like oh i've never seen in Russia." you know surprising that was my first um introduction when it came to animes when when it came to talking to girls Mm -hmm. anyways we'll we'll get back to living under a rock next in the next part which will probably be either monday or we might we might drop a video Depending, I don't know, dude. The fucking TCG cons this weekend, so I'm gonna You're try just to. You're not that. even gonna go. Dude. I have to. I have to get those cards graded. Right, this man. is Robin Graves. Kachi. And we'll see you guys next time, man. Take care. Drop your fucking stories. Drop your shit, man. 
I want to start reading what you guys have to say. Stop being shy, goddammit. We're here to help each other. We can't just be the, the examples. Give us a heartbreak situation you didn't think you were going to get out of. You guys take care. Later.